All right, welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I'm Chris Rotundo. And hopefully you guys just listened to the Week 2 recap because now we got the Week 3 preview coming at you. Got a lot of fun games to talk about, Chris. I think we should just roll the intro. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, let's start. Today's Tuesday. In two days, we got Giants, 49ers. The Niners' home opener, first time they're playing there. Um, I think this one's pretty obvious. With Saquon, he's going to be out. Um, the 49ers are absolutely rolling. I think they're probably the best team in the NFL right now. I don't see this even being close, honestly, in the first half. I, I'm sorry, Giants fans. You guys are lucky enough that you at least got a win last week, so you can be 1-2 and two instead of 0-3. Oh I'd be shocked if the Giants won this game, so I'm picking the Niners to roll on to 3-0 at home. Christian McCaffrey expects another big game. I'm going to say 38-10. to Yeah, it's going to be a tough game right now. No Saquon. The offense uh, heavily relies on Saquon Barkley having a good game to be able to produce because having a good running game is going to help to open up the passing game. And the 49ers, if you listen to our most recent episode, I did say the 49ers are a top-two team in the NFC, and to many, they will be not number two. With that being said, the 49ers will win this game 26-13. to uh, That's close-ish. Thirteen, for them. thirteen yeah. points game. Thirteen point game. It, it's a short. It's a short week. Just hope Daniel Jones doesn't get killed. I think Giants fans are most worried about Daniel Jones it's, because it's, it's, they're going to be hitting hard, it, especially if Jones starts running. It's it. not going to be a very fun game for Giants fans. Yeah. All right, we got a fun matchup. This should be pretty similar, I think, to Seahawks Lions. It's Falcons Lions, also in Detroit. I said it on the last episode, the, the Lions better fucking win this game. If they come out to beat the Chiefs in week one and then lose two home games in a row that they very well can win, it's a tough look, and that's not that's not good mojo for this season. So I got to pick the Lions just because I really want them to win. I think they still should win, even though the Falcons are 2-0. They look good as well. So I'm going to pick the Lions. You know it's going to be close. You know it's probably going to be high scoring, so... I'll say 30-27 to 27 Lions. We have a very similar score here. Okay. Listen, we're in the Dome. Dome. The Dome produces higher scoring. These are yep. two offenses that we've seen that can put up points. The Lions, how are they going to be able to contain Bijan? Can Drake London get another touchdown? Can Kyle Pitts get a touchdown? Many questions with that. I just, some, There's some sarcasm. The answer is probably not. There's some sarcasm and a lot of frustration behind that because your offense is super talented, but yet... You guys somehow find a way to not look good, if that makes sense. But the Lions, they have a ton of offense. With that being said, I'm rambling on too much. Lions are going to come out of here with a very close win, 31-29. Okay, Chris, um, <laughs> this game is going to be crazy coming up here. Um, both 0-2 teams going at it. Vikings, Chargers, both in very similar situations, talented teams. Who's going to fall to 0-3? Who's going to blow who is going to blow it because you know Oh, this game would such be, this game if this game ends in a tie. If you can bet, I, would, I would love nothing more than a tie. Honestly, I might I might have to pick it as a tie. 
I feel like I might have to pick it as my first tie of the season, even though I didn't have either of these teams tying, but I didn't oh, remember I'm they were going to play every, I'm fighting everything to make this. I, I can't make it a tie because I hate picking ties. Here's the rule. We can so only fun. pick one tie a season, I think. I think that's fair. I would n- I'm never going to pick Do a tie. Do I save? I've picked ties, I think, every year, but, this but be, I've never gotten a This would be I got, such a game that neither team would get out of here with a win. Yeah, that's true. Did Steelers-Lions tie? Two years ago? Wow. Yeah, yeah, they I tied. Might pi- I might have picked that as a tie. It was. Who was it? Was it Mason? Mason Rudolph yeah. was the quarterback. I think I was right. I think I picked that as a tie. I can't remember, but... That was a terrible game. Uh, either way, this game's going to be fun. Uh, if you bet on turnovers, I bet the over, because I just feel like that's how this game The over-under in this game is crazy. It's 54 and a half. Yeah, I, I expect it totally to be like that. I think it could be overtime, so screw it. I'll pick an overtime game. <sighs> I want the Vikings to win, but unfortunately, I'm going to pick the Chargers. It can go either way, but I'm sorry, Vikings fans. I really am, and I hope you guys win, but my my mind is telling... My heart's telling me Vikings, but my brain is telling me Chargers, so I'm going to go with my brain this time. Chargers win it. It's got to be a weird score, right? It's got to be 39-35. I'm very split on this game, but I feel like I'll just pick a split here just just so we have one of those this year. I'm going to go with Minnesota winning this game. I think it's time. I think nothing would be it would make nothing would make you happier than seeing the Chargers fall to 0 and 3 and all the preseason uh predictors of the Chargers having a good year fall to their knees and start crying. So, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Potential for overtime here with the amount of scoring here. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm going to say 41 to 35 Vikings. Okay, pretty similar. I think I went 12-4 and four last week, so I did a lot better in my game predictions. So we got to keep up with that. I think I went 12-4. and four. Um, Packers, their first home opener. They get the Saints. You know, I like the Saints this year, but honestly, they haven't looked that good the first two weeks. I know they're 2-0, and but their offense really hasn't gotten it going. I think they have a tough opponent here against the Packers, especially in their home opener. So I got to go with the Packers. I got to go with Green Bay. They just blew a game to the Falcons. They're going to be pissed off. They're probably getting Aaron Jones back. They're probably getting Christian Watson back. So their offense is going to look even better. I think, yeah, I got to give it to the Packers. I think they're going to win this game. I'll say 26-17. Going a little uh, off the board here with a bit of a weirder score. I think the Packers are going to win as well. But I think it's going to be more of a defensive battle this game for whatever reason. I think the Packers are going to win 20-15. to Okay. All right. Um, I could see that being like twenty to nine, and then the Saints get a garbage touchdown, don't get the two point conversion. I could see that. Um, Jags Texans. Uh, the Texans are frisky sometimes, but look, the Jags just lost to the Chiefs at home. They get another home game here. They get a bounce back week. I'm just because the Jags lost last week doesn't mean I'm out on them. I still think they're gonna have a great season. So you gotta pick the Jags in this spot. I think I think they're gonna put up a lot of points. To be honest, I really do. I'm gonna go Jags forty-one, Texans twenty-one. I'm having my uh, classic spot here. Jags bounce back spot. Yep. I think the Jags. You, you know what's coming, right? You know wait. what score. Oh, I'm okay. Uh, wait. Let me guess the Texans in my head as well. I'm gonna go. Okay, I have my score. Uh, I have the Jags scoring my favorite number twenty-five to the Texans seventeen. <sighs> I have thirteen. Damn. It. Oh, I was going to pick 17. All right. Well, I, I need to start picking teams to pick do 25 as well. This is actually fun. Every week, I need to pick one one team scoring 25. I'll find a game here to do 25. Actually, I know the perfect game for someone to score 25. It's it's coming up in a few. All right. Dolphins-Broncos, once again, the Dolphins' home opener. Um, 
I mean, the Broncos, man. That would suck if the Broncos won this game. Because not only do I like the Dolphins, but I would love the Broncos to start 0-3. And I just said last episode, the Dolphins are the number one threat to the Chiefs. So I'm going to keep on rolling with the Dolphins, especially if they're healthy. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll put up a lot of points, but I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put them in the high twenties, just because the Broncos' defense hasn't looked dominant yet. They gave up 35 to the Commanders, so why not? I mean, the Dolphins have enough weapons to put up some more points again. I'm gonna go 28 to ooh, 28 to 16. All right, we are once again similar with our scores. I have Miami winning 30 to 20 here. So I think okay. that... 20 th- points for the Broncos. Denver, I'm just not sold on them. Uh, it's another tough start to the season, but you're playing a team that you said is your biggest fear to the Chiefs right now, and this Miami team is clicking on all cylinders. Tough divisional game. Last week against the Patriots, got out of there with the win. Jalen Waddle or not, they have Tyree Kill, and I don't think Denver is going to be able to, to contain Tyreek for all four quarters. Yeah. Um, Wait, plus, you also have my man Braxton Berrios. <laughs> he's actually been not terrible. Jets season. legend. Yeah, he's, he's actually doing pretty good. Um, Browns, Titans. This is probably one of the toughest ones. I really can't decide what to choose for this game, to be honest, Chris. If you I can, I, I, so I have the Titans winning this game. Okay. Um, it's one of those things that the Titans are going to get off to one of those quiet starts we were talking about, that they're going to be 8-8 eight and eight headed into the last week of the season. So I think the Titans are going to get out of here with the win. It's going to be close. It's going to be ugly. going to be low scoring, but I'm going to say 16-13 Titans. All right. Just for the sake of it, I'll do a split game just because I'm 50-50 on this one. Um, I also have it slightly lower scoring. <sighs> Let's have the Browns have a game-winning field goal here um, on a big Amari Cooper 30-yard catch uh, to go out of bounds with about seven seconds left. I'm going to go 20-19 to Browns. Respectable. I like that. All right. Uh, we still got three more 1 o'clock games. We got a lot of 1 o'clock I don't know why they didn't move, move the, it's crazy. Mo- it's one crazy. the two Monday night games Honestly. to 4 o'clock or one of these games to Like Jets Patriots can go to 4 o'clock. We don't need that. Um, just an extra game at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't anything, care. I, I, I don't care how bad yeah. it is at that point. It's just point. fun when red zone switches between a lot of Yeah. Games. All right. Commanders, Bills. Look, there's been a lot of hype for the Commanders this year. I don't think they're bad, but I would be shocked if they beat the Bills. I know the Bills fell short to the Jets, but... They looked pissed off last week. Like, they came out firing. Now, the Commander's defense is much better than the Raiders' defense. But, I don't know. I, the Bills to start 1-2 and two, to lose to the Commanders and the Jets would be would be a little shocking to me. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, so I got to give the Commanders some respect. I'm going to say the Bills win it 31-23. to I'm saying Bills win 33-27. Washington goes down, but they don't go down without a fight. I think... They're gonna put up a pretty good fight here, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle to the end. Josh Allen, as long as he limits those turnovers, the Bills will win this game. All every game this year is gonna come down to Josh Allen and how he handles those turnovers. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think look, he is prone to turnovers against the Commanders. They have a good it's ju- it's just in his DNA with yeah. Josh Allen and the turnovers, which it's never a good thing. But he's just the new Brett Favre. He just turns it over. Um, Ravens Colts. Oh, that sucks for Colts fans. I mean, you just had a... You're very confident, but this is what I'm talking about. Like, when you play a team like the Ravens, especially in Baltimore, like, you're going to have your fun weeks against the Texans or, you know, one of those worst teams, and the Colts are going to look good sometimes, but, you know, you're just... you're Overall, you're not good enough to beat the Ravens at this point. And Anthony Richardson, he's probably going to play, but I don't know. 
So it, it's tough for Colts fans. At least you'll still have some fun highlights to watch when the season goes around, but you're probably going to lose. There, there's little to no chance that you're going to beat the Ravens. So I'm going to go Ravens, win it. Low scoring. Ugh, I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be like... I'm having a really tough time. I'm going to say 20 to 9. Anthony Richardson's going to have a tough time going up against a defense that will be able to attack. And you have a coach in Harbaugh who's not going to let Anthony Richardson rush for a few touchdowns this game. I think Baltimore is really going to limit that and say, Anthony Richardson, you're a rookie. Let's see what you can do through the air. And it's going to be a real big test for him. I think he'll have some flashes like he has throughout his first two weeks. But it's going to be a disappointing loss where I think Baltimore pretty easily wins this game. Uh, you know, I'm going to say 26-16, 10-point win for Baltimore, and they advanced to 3-0 behind a Lamar Jackson season that we've seen time and time again. He looks good. The Baltimore team looks good. Zay Flowers is going to look good. He's going to shine. I think he'll find the say, end zone here. So Just going to say, look out for Zay Flowers' first career touchdown. I think it's happening in this game. All right, last 1 o'clock game in MetLife, Jets-Patriots. This is for sure the game where everyone's hollering to bench Zach Wilson finally and find a replacement. It's not going to happen, Jets fans. I'm sorry. Zach Wilson sucks. The Patriots defense is still pretty solid, so I don't see it happening, guys. Um, They're going to get destroyed, and they're not even going to score a touchdown. So I'm going Patriots. Hang in. Hang in there. 33-3. to I know it sounds bad, but Jets fans... Just look, it might actually be a positive because this will lead to you guys finally benching Zach Wilson and just getting over him because he's not the guy. He's just not the guy. I'm sorry. Patriots, Jets, 23-6. to Patriots come out of here dominating fashion. Jets score two field goals. I have the same exact thing. This Patriots team... Patriots is getting mm. two defensive touchdowns as well. Pick six and a fumble six. So you don't think the Patriots are going to have a great... Well... That makes sense because the Jets do have a pretty good defense, so it could be a struggle. Patriots have a good offense. They'll just put up some field goals. You know, that's the, a Patriots thing. The, Jet, the Jets' defense, like it's going to be every game this year, is going to make the Jets look like more respectable than yeah. they should. All right, this game, the Seahawks, man, you guys better not lose this game. Seahawks Panthers in Seattle. If you guys blow it to the Panthers, just like you did last year, which almost made you miss the playoffs. Um, that's got to suck. I mean, I'm picking the Seahawks. You guys better not blow this because you just you came off an electric win in overtime against the Lions. You should win this game. To be 2-1 and one instead of 1-2 and two in the NFC that's starting to actually get tougher is huge. And you need Geno Smith to go out there and tear up a Panthers defense. It's not very good. Um, and I think this game isn't going to be close. I really I just don't see Bryce Young going into Seattle. Just such a loud, crazy environment. And 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 being any better than he was last week, so I got the Seahawks winning this game. They really should. I'll say I'm having a tough time with the scores this week. It's, I'll say twenty. It's weird. I'll say twenty-four to ten. I'm going Seattle winning uh, thirty-two to twenty-four. It's going to be a tough environment for a for, you think Bryce Young puts up twenty-four. It's going to be a tough environment, but I think that this is the week that Bryce Young is catching some slack this week for his performance. Uh, yet. Last night, we're recording this yeah. right after our week two recap video, so it's pretty fresh in our mind. Um, he lined, he went under center underneath the wrong lineman as well, so I think he'll 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 be fine. He'll be fine. Okay. Don't don't stress it, and he'll look respectable in his third ever career game. Some tough spots for this kid starting off. You, you put him in a Monday night primetime game, followed by 
you're going into one of the loudest atmospheres in the NFL with Seattle. So it's uh, big for him. I think it's going to be great for him, especially this early learning, big learning curves there. So he's going to have a lot to battle with, but I think it's only going to make him better. So yeah, Panthers are going to fall this game, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Okay, we got Chiefs Bears. Oh, I hope it's just not a weird Chiefs game like it usually is against these teams. I hope it's not Chiefs Colts from last year where we somehow blow it or like a like a Chiefs Titans game that happens. Please Chiefs, this is the this is the week for your offense to get back on track. The Bears are a bottom 3 defense in the NFL. You're at home. You just came off of a big win in Jacksonville. You got the Jets next week. Just go out there, score 30-plus, and give up less than 20, and I'll be happy. Because I don't want any, I don't want you guys playing with fire here. Please, just go out. You really should beat the Bears by multiple scores. I'm going to pick them to do it, and I hope it's a nice, easy, relaxing 4 o'clock game for us. We roll on to 2-1, and one, but I have confidence because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to want to go out there in front of the home crowd and finally get them their first home win in a big fashion. So I'm going Chiefs, winning this game 34 to 17. Yeah, I think that this game is going to be a pretty dominant one. Chicago has to look good, and now you have to go against a Chiefs team who's desperately looking for something on offense here after a after a win last week, but it was kind of uh, underwhelming offensively. We we touched on all that, so I think they're going to come out here and actually pounce on a very uh, desperate Bears team who's going to be trying to force up plays, and it's just not going to look good. So Chiefs. You're going to get a nice uh, boost of momentum here versus a Bears team that's just not good. Uh, it's it's bad. I might be <laughs> I, I might eat my words here if the Bears somehow pull out that weird no, win like if you're scared. No. But they won't. KC will win, and I'm going to say they will win. What do I want to say? I'm going to say, I'll say 37 to 22. Okay. Um... Bad vibes. Bears going to Kansas City. Uh, the last time that happened, Jamal Charles tore his ACL, and we blew a 17-3 lead. So let's hope nothing close to that happens uh, like in 2015. All right. Cardinals-Cowboys. Rather, the Cowboys are just awesome, or they're getting like the easiest starting schedule. <laughs> but they're going to destroy the Cardinals. Um, I don't think the Cardinals are going to do what they did last week. Also, the Cowboys are way better than the Giants, as we saw in Week 1. Um... Look, with the Cowboys, they're having a really fun, great season so far. Uh, they're winning easy games. Um, and I do think they look the best they have with Dak Prescott so far. Like, their entire team around them has looked the best they ever did. But look, we could talk about it. They're going to kill the Cardinals and whatnot. But there's no point of really discussing the Cowboys until they play the Eagles or the 49ers. Like, it's as simple as that. Um, if they can beat the 40... Honestly, they could beat the Eagles because they're a division opponent. They beat them last year. If they can beat the 49ers... Then I'm really going to start hyping up the Cowboys. So we'll see what happens. I don't know exactly what week they do, but probably soon. Let's go Cowboys in this game, however. Um, let's say 35 to 14. Yeah, I think this game is going to be total domination. Cowboys, you're lucky. Actually, 35 to 7. Dallas is very happy and lucky right now that the beginning of this schedule for them is three teams that just aren't altogether that good, to put it uh, nicely. But yeah, Dallas is going to absolutely crush this team. They have a great defense, the offense is great, and you're going up against probably the worst team in the league, especially after losing 
that game to the Giants last week for the Cardinals in that, that type of fashion, that just crushes your whole mor- morale for the team. So with all that being said, Dallas is going to have a cupcake win here with a 45-10. to 10. Okay. Um, if we, There's got to be a 50. No, no one's put up a 50 for yet. You I, called it last year with, I think, I know, I, with, with the Colts that, game. Yeah, yeah. Colts game. I'm not going to do it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. The Cowboys usually like to put it on in primetime, not random Cardinals game. It, it might, might happen here. It may happen. I was thinking about it. All right. Um, I was very close. I had to throw yeah, I had to, I had I had to pull it back a little bit. Chris, I'll let you take Raiders, Steelers here. Vegas, season opener on Sunday Night Football. Another primetime game for the Steelers. Um, and let's hope it's not as bad as what we saw last night. Hopefully the offense comes to actually look kind of competent. Really quickly, that's literally since we've started the podcast – like, you would think what you just said there, you guys lost last night. That's literally what you've said basically after every Steelers win since we started the podcast. Because they don't feel no, good. No, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just funny. Like, that, it, that is how the Steelers win these days. It, like It's sad. It's crazy. Yeah, it's never a good thing. Uh, it's kind of hard. It's because of the offense. It's just like we have such a great defense, Super Bowl caliber defense, but the offense plays like they haven't seen a football in their life. But regardless, Pittsburgh will come out of here with a win. It's not going to be a very entertaining high scoring if you're looking for that. I think it's going to be 22-20 to here. Um, game-winning field goal by the Wizard of Boz. So the Wizard of Boz <laughs> Never heard that will get it done. All right, we have not had a split game since Browns-Titans. So why not? I mean, I don't want the Raiders to win because then they'll be tied for first in the division. But, but I mean, are, the, are they really going to hold that? The Steelers could lose, though. I mean, you never know. So they, they, I'm gonna say they can lose any week, just like so, any team can lose any week. It's it's the NFL. I'm gonna say the Raiders. Sports. The Raiders win seventeen to sixteen. <laughs> it's just gonna be another awful primetime game. That's somehow close. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna cry watching this game. Oh gosh, I don't want to even turn on. Uh, and look, we had fire Matt Canada chance at the game last night. And he's oh, still you're gonna there. have those all season. He's uh, gonna be there all season. I promise you. I know. I, I know. You. I know. All right, we have another Monday night doubleheader. I don't know why they keep doing this, but um, these games are also not great, especially if Joe Burrow is out for the Bengals game. We'll start with the Eagles-Bucks, however, in Tampa. Look, the Bucks start 2-0. I said this last episode, Baker Mayfield has been great so far, but this will be his first real test as they did play the Bears and the Vikings defenses in Week 1 and 2. Um, the Eagles defense is legit. Yes, they gave up 28 to the Vikings last week, but I don't know. The Vikings are weird. Um yeah, I'm sorry, Bucks fans. I don't think you look horrible, but you just got to give it to the Eagles here to start 3-0. And I don't love the Eagles still. They're always, they've been a bit shaky the first two weeks, but I think it's a nice bounce back. Um, I'll have the Eagles winning this one 29-17. Yeah, I'm going Philly winning this one. Tampa's not going to look terrible, but they're not going to look great. Uh, you're going against a very tough Philly team who... They can put the pedal to the metal and easily put up 40 on any team any given week. But I think that they're going to come out here and prime time Monday night against a Tampa Bay team who you have to put respect on because they still have they still have players on both sides of the ball. But Philly going to win 27 to 21. It's going to be it's going to be a sweat. I feel it's not going to be a easy. Like it has the first two games. Yeah. yeah. All right, Bengals Rams. I don't know where to go with this game. I genuinely don't know. Rams. I was leaning that way too. It's one of those games that you just never know, especially with the concern around Joe Burrow. Is he going to be able to play Monday night? If not, I'm pretty sure it's uh, pretty obvious that the Rams will win this game. Um, 
if Burrow does play, this is a game where I could see the Bengals offense starting to click and Jamar having one of those games. I feel it's going to be in a primetime game, and it could be Monday night. But with that being said, I still have to go with the Rams here. Uh, they're a good team. They have uh, my man, Poku Nakua. Did Puka. I say? Puka. Puka. Yeah. Puka it's Nakua. Like Puka Doncic. Puka Doncic. I'm, That's uh, what people are calling him. Puka Nakua, right? All right, yes. I'm never going to get this name down. It's, Lu- it's Luka Nakua. Puka Nuclear or Puka Nakooper Cup. Those are the three names. I love that, man. But yeah, I'm going to go with the the Rams coming out of here with the win. I think it's going to be a fun Monday night game. Probably the one I'm going to be watching over Eagles and Bucks, in my opinion. Yeah, especially for Burrow. So I'm going to say Rams are going to win here with a 24-21 to 21 victory. It's tough because like with the Kelsey situation... It's like, all right, it's just week one. We got a full day, a full 10 days rest after this. It's the smart thing to sit him, and then he'll be back for the Jags game. With Burrow, it's like you're already 0-2. Yeah, you get one extra day of rest. And, you know, last year, if you're looking at this Super Bowl rematch, Rams-Bengals, you're like, yeah, the Bengals have this easy. But the Rams have proved so far through two weeks that they're not that bad. And the Bengals have proved that they're struggling a lot. So... I'll make it a split game for the hell of it. Let's just say Burrow ends up playing. Um, because I'm not just saying that to say it, but I really do think there's a more than 50% chance that Burrow plays just because they're 0-2. And even if he's not 100%, that's your dog. Your dog always makes an appearance. <laughs> Jasper. All right. Um, even if Burrow's limited, he is going to want this so badly. He does not. He knows the Bengals are a Super Bowl contending team, and he doesn't want that team to start 0-3. So he's going to push all he can to come back healthy and just sneak out a win. Yes, my mind is telling me. I picked I picked my mind pick. Uh, I forget. I think it was the Chargers I picked to win. This time I'm going to go with my heart. My heart is the Bengals winning this game with Joe Burrow fighting it out, proving even limited that they can come out and finally get their first win at home in primetime. Monday Night Football. I like the Rams. I wouldn't be shocked if they won. Let's go. You know, let's do a little Super Bowl rematch, but reverse. Let's go Bengals 23, Rams 20. All right, that is the week three preview for you guys. Uh, Should be uh, a great week. I'm excited for it. And who knows, will any of these scores be accurate? Maybe, maybe not. But I just hope that we have a... some close ones so far. I, I just hope we have another fun week and a bunch of stories to tell you guys about it. And hopefully my fantasy teams do better this week than they did in week two because that was absolutely horrific and I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. What <laughs> happened to me this week? Oh, well, yeah, you did have Nick Chubb, so I guess that's bad. At least you didn't draft Najee Harris and Alexander Madison and Jamal Williams. Yep. Anyways. Well, we're ending this on a really high note. <laughs> um, don't forget to follow us at In The Huddle Pod on Instagram and underscore In The Huddle underscore on TikTok. We're going to be coming out with a few more videos this week. And, uh, you know, enjoy. Just enjoy it. We're in the midst of the season. We only have two weeks down, 15 to go, plus the playoffs. We're in late September now. It's football time. Enjoy Red Zone. Week three. Here we go. Go Chiefs. We'll see you guys next week.